is going on, family? This is Pastor Jonathan Rivera, and you are listening to the Welcome to the Future podcast, where we believe that if we are the future, then the future is now. I'm super excited because this is our second episode, but really is our first episode where we come and we have a guest with us. And I'm super excited to introduce the very first guest of the Welcome to the Future podcast. In life, you have people who are friends, and then in life, you have people who are family. And this person falls into both categories. Uh, pastor John Mejia is uh, the young adults pastor uh, at Newburgh Church in Kissimmee, uh, someone that I've known for many, many years. I'm so excited for you to hear his story, the story of his church, story of his ministry, a little bit about him, and uh, get to hear about everything that God's done in his life. So help me to introduce and welcome Pastor John Let's go. Mejia in the building. What's up, bro? PJ, I got to say, bro, we're here at the FMD headquarters. Yes, we are. And um, you have yourself a setup over here, bro. Bro, we tried. We tried, you know, got my little mini fridge <laughs> over here. You know, we're, we're in my office right now. I love it. And, and we got the lights set up. Shout out to our media guy, Randy. 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 Dude, I'm honored to be here. I'm stoked, man. You know I love you. Yep. Um, like you said, not just we're not just friends. We're family. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like I, think, I was thinking about like when I was riding here, you've been day one. True. You know what I'm saying? A1 since day Literally one. Literally day one, bro. Legit. So... Um, I'm stoked to be here, man. I love what you're doing with the uh, with the district, man. Just Appreciate your it. position, you're 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 killing it, dude. You no, know, we have an amazing team, bro. You're doing it. You're doing an awesome job, and like to see what God's doing through this podcast, and like you making a yep. way, um, really for there to be communication to like this generation. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this generation of pastors and students. Um, you're creating avenues like this. You yeah. know what I mean? To strengthen them. And um, speak to them in their language, really. Yeah. And, um, dude, welcome to the future. Let's go. Let's freaking this go, This is bro. awesome, bro. So, uh, what some of you guys might not know, uh, the way that I was <laughs> introduced to Pastor John Mejia is uh, uh, we both were part of a church for many years. And uh, his dad was the pastor of the church. And John Mejia lived up to the stereotype of a pastor's kid <laughs> in every way possible. I mean, security, Talk like running around the church looking for him, getting into fights, <laughs> running around during like church lockings. Um, and it's, it's just so crazy to like remember like growing up with you, like which was a ton of fun. Um, but now to see where you are now. And I just... I feel like for a long time, like, you were just happy to serve. Like, your dad was a pastor. You understood. Like, you and your brother are really good with that. Where you guys are like, we're just here to serve. Like, we know how hard church is. We know how hard ministry can be. So, like, we just want to help out because we know that pastors and leaders already go through a lot. Here's my question for you where it's like... I feel like you you were in church and like you were going through your process, right? Like we all do. And then there came a moment where like God really started doing something in your life. Got a hold of you. He got yeah, a hold yeah. of you. <laughs> God will choke slam Come you sometimes. Somebody. You know what I'm saying? Straight WWE you. And so I feel like God got a hold of your life. And there was actually a moment which was pretty cool. I was on staff as the junior high pastor. Pastor JJ was our youth pastor. And then you came on as like our creative director. So you were taking pictures, making graphics. We made music videos we did everything in the book do you bro. remember uoeno yes i remember that that night. was a vibe it was a whole music video you can still find it on youtube yes you can <laughs> so like you just drop don't don't drop the link though <laughs> <laughs> we will not drop that link so what happened was you, you came on as a creative director um and then bro 
your dad plants a church and you end up becoming the youth pastor. And wow. I'll be honest, we were all like, whoa, like we knew John John had it in him. We knew there was more John John, but like we didn't know that we didn't know that all of this was in John John. Like, sure. bro, here's my question. There's people who are watching um, who maybe are trying to figure out what their calling is and maybe feel like, man, I feel like there's more in my life. I feel like there's more that God wants to do, but I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how to get there. Like, when did that switch happen for you where you were like, you know what? I think God's calling me to do more than what I'm doing right now. I would love to hear about that. Dude, for real. I mean, we grew up in the same context. Yep. You know what I mean? We had friends that were all in, some friends that weren't. We yep. were in that big community of young people. Yep. And I think you get, at some point, you got to just start saying yes to stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? I think my my story kind of hinges on, like, my ability to say, just say yes. You know what That's I mean? That's good. Yes to, to, to God. Yes to your pastors. Come on. Yes to leadership. If you're taking notes right now, just in oh, big, we, yeah. all caps, stars, underline, highlight it, say yes. Dude, I, I didn't I didn't know all this was tucked in me. You know what sure. I mean? Like I didn't know I obviously, you know, you're given a position, you have to try to, you know, be the best you can be in that position. True. So I was given creative. Um but dude, my first my first entry into ministry was playing drums. Yep. Um and making music and writing music. Which by the way, you're one of my favorite drummers. Thank you, bro. Like no ca- like I'm not <laughs> I'm not lying, bro. Dude, I finally have hair now so I could actually be the drummer I wanna be. True. Um but dude, so that's my first way into ministry, and then just start saying yes, yep. yes, yeah, yep. you know, like being in the in a Pentecostal church growing up. We grew up FMD. We are yep. FMD. We grew up this, yep, um, in a Pentecostal church. You know that, and then with with leaders that just give so much like freedom to young people. True, which still is wild. Like being now in our positions, yep, we 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 know how much of a risk that is. But for sure, we can definitely take that risk. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because our leaders have done that with us. That's so good. You know what I mean. I think about me like just the amount of freedom and trust that was given to me. True, and the amount of trust that I've had to give to other people. It it's scary, but man, like. I think God, someone took a chance on me. Come on. Like, if you're a leader today, like, I just want to encourage you, take risks on people. Yeah. There's people that you're going to pour into, and you're not going to see a lot of fruit. Mm. There's people that you're going to pour into, and they're going to get upset with you. They're going to get offended with you. Uh, They're going to, man, feel like you're taking advantage of them. All kinds of things happen in ministry, but I just want to encourage you, like... One thing that I know God's been speaking to me in this season is my job, bro, check this out. This has been so helpful for me. Come on. My job is not to see fruit. My job is to sow seeds. That's so good. Like That's my job. That's my only job. That's good. I can't control what people are going to do. I can't yeah. control how people are going to react. What yeah. I can control is as a leader, I'm pouring into people. That's so I'm good. sowing into people. I'm doing everything that I can. And so, bro, I'm glad that people took a risk on you. Like, Dude. I'm glad Pastor JJ saw you and he was like, John, John, you're our Bro, guy. just the whole team, like, every, you know what I mean? Like, it's been, like, somebody giving you a push. True. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, it doesn't, like, lean to the other extreme, right? You just push everybody. Yep. Because then, you know, then that's when you'll set yourself up for failure. I think this is the route of ministry that takes longer, but it's way more fruitful. Interesting. To try to take risks on younger people or yep. anybody. Yeah. Somebody who's a year saved. True. Two years saved. Bro, really quick. Tell me a story of somebody that you took a risk on and you're so glad that you did. My goodness. Um, the list goes on and on. I was asked to lead youth ministry and worship ministry at the same time when we launched our church. True. As a 19-year-old. That's wild. 
the first thing I did was put people in charge of everything, bro. The first thing, like bringing in yeah. people that I trust, I love. Yeah. They're behind me, you know, I'm younger than them. Yeah. Which is, that's a whole nother podcast, leading, literally. leading young. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but quickly, I just gave power away. True. Quickly gave influence away. And yeah. I'd go up to people I led. I'm like, this person is your leader. True. I talk to her. You know what I mean? Like, and then we're still going to get coffee. We're still going to hang out. I'm for still sure. going to be there for you. Um, but she's going to walk alongside you. He's going to walk alongside you. And her gifts are going to bless you. And your gifts are going to bless her. Come on. And that that quickly became, you know, the risk. Yeah, it's risky, but... I think it comes with prayer. It comes yep. with looking at the right people. It for comes sure. with like a little bit going through the fire. You True. know what I mean? You don't want the first time someone goes through fire within church to be in a leadership position. You want to yeah. go through a couple seasons yep. in church where you're like handling things for sure outside of church and still just being faithful. Come on. I think, you know, that just kind of raises the standard of being a leader, but I think yeah. it's worth it True. because you know how to like have that. And I hate work-life balance, but it's more like, uh, priorities like right on with serving the local church yeah having it up there together sure. you know i think it comes with a little bit of management anyways we <laughs> we went we went left no no it's okay i love that we left okay before i ask you my next question super random question we talked about it a little bit before we started the podcast for i love the that way that smooth. you explained right the just, way that we that just transitioned really that i love that so i think that's uh, years of ministry <laughs> Like all you like, you just get really good at transitions. Really good. We literally have a portion of the service seamless. called transition. It's seamless. Like we've become geniuses at how to transition stuff. Like high worship moment to like, all right, let's talk about announcements. You gotta love the church you go to. You know what I mean. So, what's the most the, the part you dread the most? Those awkward <laughs> transitions. So, bro, you were talking a little bit about the way that you you guys. So, you guys planted a church five years ago. This year, you celebrate six years, right? Six years this year, we celebrate seven. Oh, let's go. 2015. True, it wasn't 2016, it was 2015. 2015, So, bro. six years ago, you guys planted this incredible church, uh, New Birth, uh, which I grew up in New Birth. There's a whole story to that. They don't um, know. They don't know, but it's okay. It's another podcast for another day. That's it. It's and deep. So, they don't know it's, it's, it's that real deep. deep. <laughs> and so, anyways. We were just talking about you leading worship. By the way, let's FMD. Not, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about that. Let's talk about old New Birth real quick. <laughs> no, no. Let's not talk about that so new birth started six years ago in Kissimmee you guys were at Osceola High School and uh bros I mean you guys I mean you planted and bro there was just this this grace on your church man the way that God just provided buildings for you guys the way that God brought the right people the way that you guys grew so quickly and not just as a church but particularly your youth ministry bro it just exploded loaded um and, and you did youth and young adults there was a moment where you had two young adult service in one night back to back like it was just crazy what you guys were doing i think my question to you is like there's a lot that we could talk about that that's a whole podcast but man what would you contribute just the growth that you guys experienced too because man before the pandemic i mean you guys were rolling strong bro now obviously you guys have a new building you guys are out of the uh the hope center which was a little bit smaller so you had to have multiple services what y'all were doing there was wild but like in the beginning there was there was just something special about your church in the beginning that that i think a lot of people can learn from 
I mean, it was like super DIY. Y'all were thugging it out. You were making stuff happen. Like it, like you were just making it work. But God was doing something. Like, tell me a little bit about just like what was going on. What happened? Like, what was that like? So, so man, I mean, it still it still feels like just yesterday. You know, True. like it's fastest six years of my life. True. And all the honor and glory goes to Jesus. I mean, come on. We can we can act like we know what we're doing. Yep. But we have no idea what we're doing. Exactly. I think we're just like looking closely at what we do. True. Um, and praying for God to continue to do what only He can. But yep. dude, it's been it's been wild. I think, you know, there's so many layers to how New Birth came to be. Yep. Like just by the people that are you know the the roots of the church started uh with my family in my living room yeah uh with like 26 people which your family is a, a mafia bro so my family took like half the room <laughs> and probably a bit more and we started with a dollar in a dream true i love that you you fast forward to set up tear down ministry and we have a, a hope center that you know seats 120 comfortably yep we had our first youth night, 15 students, second youth night, 30. We were 30 for a yep. couple of weeks. And we went from 30 to 300 in a year. Crazy. And I, the more I look back on it, it's like we had no, we still don't know what we're doing. But yep. then we really had no idea what we were doing. Yeah, bro. Um, we're grateful for our leaders. So my dad is the lead, Pastor Gabby, the lead pastor yep. of our church, founding pastor. Yep. Um, still the lead pastor. And and that visionary that he just got behind us and pushed us. True. And pushed us. Um, I think, so there's so many layers to how youth came to be. Uh, New Birth Youth, New Birth YA. There's like so many layers. Growing up Pentecostal. Yeah is a huge part of that yeah um our upbringing our leaders right um pastor nino yeah um pastor gabby my dad just their their leadership over me yep. uh, as you mentioned earlier uh pastor jj i mean we've been molded um pastor mark vega come on um you know pastors that were that 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 now you're in their positions which yeah. is so crazy it's wild because we grew up in the camps that we're now putting on yep that was our aha moment like you know like you mentioned earlier when you actually take things serious with god true um so we're coming from all 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 that legend goatness literally these dudes are legends bro which all churches are successful and thriving and filled with young people yep um you come out of that and it's like you know how how are we going to be us but how are we going to still like honor yeah everything we've been through every place we've gone to every seed someone's planted come on how do we like steward that true but also understand who we are right now yeah i think man just to to pause on that because i think that's so good i think sometimes older leaders are afraid to pass things on because they're afraid that it won't look the way that it looked in the past and I think i think there's actually a generation of young leaders like us who are like actually we want to carry like what you gave us, we actually want to carry it. Like everything you've done, we, we don't want to lose it. We not only do we no, not only do we not want to lose it, we need it. Yeah. We need what you had. We need yeah. your prayer life. We need your spirituality. You, we need your experience. We need your we need internet your connection. <laughs> we need all of it. We need it. It might look different. Yep. Like you are not your dad, 
and as much as I love your dad, like I'm glad that you've like really embraced like this is who I am as a leader. Yeah. This is who I am as a pastor. Yeah. And so like we're carrying what they gave us, but it's just it looks different because we're trying to be a, a real genuine expression of like what that looks like in our time, in our generation, with this generation of young people. Sure. And I love how you guys have done that. Like I, like bro, New Birth Youth is super Pentecostal. Like y'all do not shy away from extended worship Dude, it's, and it's altar tongues, calls. It's tongues every week. Come on. And it's like, we're explaining it, right? We're explaining our way through this. Bro. Yep. Dude, it's literally like, and it's awesome because it's that that new, fresh, like, who are we right now? Yeah. You so know, like, let me ask you, just diving in a little bit more, making it more specific. What do you feel like are the characteristics of your youth ministry that created that growth? What made it something that young people want to be a part of? Something that young people want to go to? Because youth pastors are like, man, like, what do I need to do? to have a, a solid, healthy, thriving youth ministry? Like, what were the characteristics that you felt like created growth and made your youth ministry a place that students wanted to go? For sure, like, there's a there's like this answer that I've really tried to define that last couple of years. True. What is it? And really, I think I've defined it to, like, a specific type of culture, a church culture. True. That So, like, my team and I, so I have, like, the young adult staff team at our church. We yep. meet, and we met for a couple of weeks um with a whiteboard yeah just all of us giving our own uh kind of definition of what's the best thing we have we have to offer as a church side note i don't know why but as youth pastors we love whiteboards i'm like begging for one of my studio every great and my about to get me one every great youth pastor i know has like five whiteboards it's like go buy a whiteboard God's tools to preachers and pastors if you don't have a whiteboard you're not a good youth pastor so go buy a whiteboard <laughs> Dude, even if you got like glass and like glow in the dark, like uh, what is it? Glow in the dark markers. Yeah, expo markers. Yep. On like a like a dark glass. If you don't have a whiteboard, just start drawing on your window. Just do it. Start on your windshields. Do even on your car. It's fine. Write just the make sure down. Make your writings. Make it plain. Make it plain. Go ahead. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Continue. Um, that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> Um, I totally forgot what we were talking about. We were talking about how you and your we staff sat down, you had a whiteboard <clears throat> out, and you're trying to figure out what is it that makes our youth ministry great. So it, it came down to this culture that we defined as like really being this Jesus culture of like family, yep, authenticity, yep, and then like you know the Holy Spirit fire. Like you come down to like four or five things, yep. But what you could really define it as, and like what simplified it all, is like. Man, this is like it sounds like Jesus. Yeah, you know, like you know, Jesus, his grace, his love, his redemption. Yep, his you know, the way he modeled uh, community and discipleship. Yep, all of it working together. Come on. Um. So we've defined it as we defined it as like a Jesus culture. Um. So really, I think it's the you know students coming in. They didn't hear a worship song, and this is pre-COVID. They didn't, hear, they, they didn't hear a worship song yet, and they've got, like, 10 hugs. Come on. And, like, high fives. Yep. And, like, just making that entry yep. to the building. Yep. Even outside, there's, like, music. There's a vibe. But once you walk in, there's just yep. this experience. We really were, like, serious about high fives and yep. um, hugs. Yeah. And um, I love you. Welcome yep. back. Come on. So it just broke the ice. Then you get into worship. We're explaining everything through. We're we're informing. We're yep. teaching. Come you on. know, it's not just impartation and yep. and just go. Yep. It's like this is what we're about to do. True. Sometimes it sounds like this is what we're doing right now. Yep. 
just creating that environment where people feel comfortable enough to bring their friends. Come on. That was huge. I had two leaders in one season invite like close to 80 people to church. That's insane, bro. Two, so we brought them up. We prayed for them. We like shouted them out. And then there's also that, that culture of celebration. True. It's that Jesus culture, right? Yep. Like let's celebrate. Let's be excited about stuff. Come on. Um, We have victory. Yeah. Like it may be Saturday in the in the Easter weekend, but come on. we know Sunday's coming. Now you're preaching. Come on, somebody. So... <laughs> It's that Dana. Jesus culture. Uh oh. I saw it. <laughs> Loki, like, uh, Jaws. Dana, dana, dana. That's me on the keyboard. <laughs> um, dude, so it's been, I mean, it's great conversation. True. Really. I, I'd encourage any team yep. to try to define what's it for them. Like, why do people come? Yeah. Obviously, they come for Jesus. Yep. But, you know, if every church came to that reality they come for jesus okay but that's that's not why people stay at church true i think it's you know the ecclesia the gathering yeah it's it's the the church this the community are we being intentional come on you know one of the things that i feel like one you, you like you said you've mentioned you've built a great culture where it feels like family where anybody can come um where you're going to get solid teaching. You're going to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Like those are some amazing things that you guys had. I think one of the other things that you guys as a church have done really well. And anyone who shows up to New Birth on a Sunday morning would like see it immediately. Is like the church is full of young people. Like full of them. Like you're at the door and there's a greeter. Like you're going to meet somebody young. You look at the stage. You're going to see somebody young. You look at people who are doing transitions offering sometimes even teaching like you're gonna see people that are young and I, I feel like your church a lot of people are trying to become intergenerational and mm. i feel like you guys have that like you have old and young working together you have a lot of young families in your church like and, and but you still have an older pastor like your dad's in his 50s obviously he's super youthful like he's got jays on every sunday like flyest man the flyest just like three-piece suit and like off-white threes <laughs> like that's your dad right? icy icy style ice cold and so, <laughs> we could just keep on going but um how how did you guys create that culture because i feel like that's another thing that's been super attractive where sometimes just you'll go tell to, your senior pastor to wear jays no i'm playing that's the secret <laughs> if your pastor is not wearing jays you're not going to get young people just kidding. that's so terrible that's not true we don't believe that, that is at so all. not true but i had to take advantage but you know what i feel like your dad just likes jays he's not trying to be stylish nah. he just likes shoes and you know what i'd rather him be in the shoes than cars yeah Cause it's like way less expensive. <laughs> True. But your dad, like, that's just who he is. Like yeah. your dad's always going to be himself. And I feel like he's like, I don't care if you like my shoes. I like my shoes. So I'm aware. But your church is super intergenerational. It's full of young people. And I feel like that's a very attractive thing to people because what can happen sometimes is if you're not careful, your youth ministry can become your church instead of your church become your church. And new birth youth has always felt like, no, nah, this is new birth. Yeah. Like, and, and they're not two separate things. Like, new birth use is a part of new birth for church. For sure, for sure. How did you guys create that culture? Dude, it's like, like, I've been giving practical advice. Like, just super practical. Like, even with the name. Yep. You know, like, my buddy, uh, he, he's, he's youth pastoring in Colombia. True. And he broke it down to me, dude, like, God brought people in my life right around the perfect time. He brought it down to me in, like, an Uber. Yeah. He's like, you know at the end of the day so, so at his church he's got 7,000 young people serving on a Sunday it's crazy and probably more than that yep um, and he's like it's all about Sunday so 
even in your name, like call your church the name. Yep. And then youth. Yeah. And then like, I was ready, kind of going that direction because I'm, I'm like, I'm, my rule is like simple. Like let's keep, let's call it what it is. Yep. New birth youth. You yep. know what I mean? Um. Anyways, long story short, so he gives me that advice, and I'm starting, and then like everybody just. All my friends. So what's the name of the youth? Yeah. You know? And not to like knock people that have different names for youth. No, I just think it helps with the identity of it. Like we are new birth youth. Yep. Like, so we know after this, we go to new birth young adults. Yep. And then after that, we just, you know, whatever that age ends, like 30-ish. True. I'm new birth. Yeah. So it's like, even in the name, we, and then. All throughout our services, that's all we talk about is Sunday. Yep. Um, volunteers serve Sunday. Young yep. people serve Sunday. Again, it's giving that freedom also. It's back to leadership. Yep. This our pastor giving us that here. Sing. Yeah. Can you preach? Yeah. Uh can you obviously there's 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 a lot before that. Again, in taking risks in young people, it's the longer, harder way. Absolutely. But it's way more fruitful. Yeah. And it's like training and yep. conversations and meeting. Yep. And and giving boundaries, but letting them know there's no ceiling. Yeah. Um. So a lot of that contributes for real, for real. It Man, contributes. I feel like so many young people and so many young leaders, they're like, hey, like, I don't, I don't have to be in charge of everything. I don't have to make every decision. Just let me be a part of it. Man, just it, when you create space for young people and for young leaders and they feel like they can take ownership and run with stuff, it just changes the game. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that you guys have done that at New Birth, bro. I, I love the culture that you guys are creating. Like, again, you walk in on a Sunday and you just see young people everywhere. And I, I just, I love that. And I think there's like a, and I know soon I want to bring Pastor Abner on because he's just a G, right? Sure. He's just legend. freaking legend. I want to bring Pastor Abner on and because uh, he's done such a good job of just empowering us as a youth department, like yeah. saying, hey, we want you guys to run. And there's a, man, there's a shift happening because I think in the past, sometimes it felt like between younger and older generations, there was like this rift. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I feel like now more people are coming to the table and having conversations and yeah. saying, hey, what does it look like for us to work together? So good. You know, and, and I know for me, I'm learning like, man, I know my leader is saying, man, how, how do I empower you? And I'm looking at my leader. I'm like, how do I honor you? So good. I feel like a lot of times young leaders are like, I just, I can't connect with my senior pastor. I don't know how to talk to my leader. Like, I feel like we're not on the same page. Like, yeah. I guarantee you, if you honor your leader, your leader will empower you. That's just my encouragement so to anybody listening That's today. Honor your leader. Come trust on. your leader. Follow your That's leader's so vision. Um, and they'll give you vision and give you space to run and give you space to make That's decisions. Tough, and Come to on. do stuff and so I just want to encourage you with that John last question um, that I want to ask you before we go this has been so much fun by the way dude you're spitting um, fire bro we're living in a crazy time um, we're trying to figure out post COVID I mean you could debate whether COVID's done or not obviously we live in Florida so um, that's a different story but <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different world over what here. is COVID <laughs> what was COVID we don't know what that is anyways it was uh, cute <laughs> So uh, now that we're living in this kind of post-COVID world where church has had to shift, um, where we've had to become flexible and innovative and creative, as we're looking at the next few years of of church, um, what do you feel like is happening and where do you feel like we're going as a church? Um, I think COVID taught us uh, two things. Um, It it taught us, one, that we didn't have real discipleship. Mm. 
Um, and it, talk about it. And and two, it taught us that we didn't have real community. Talk about it. Um, and and that's why people were trying to do online services and Zoom calls, and like there wasn't consistency, and people weren't showing up, and they felt like this disconnect between us as leaders and our people that we were serving. Um, if we didn't have the building open, tough. Um, and so I think COVID showed us a lot. I think the world is changing quickly. Talk to them. I think the fact that we're on cameras right now just says a lot about the world that we're living in. Talk to them. man. As we're moving into the future, what do you see happening, and and what do you feel like is coming for us as a church and as leaders, and and what should we be preparing ourselves for? Sheesh. Welcome to the future. Welcome to the future, bro. I think you know we can't act like twenty twenty didn't happen. Yeah. Um. Florida, like outside of church, Florida was like back to normal in three months. Church has never been the same. Yep, that's that's so true, bro. It's never been the same. So we've really looked at it as like a whole restart. Yeah, we've relaunched. Yep. So we're 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 about to turn. We're about to turn seven. Yep. But really, we're about to turn two. <laughs> bro, that's so true. Like legit, every. By the way, that that's so honest. Do you know what like, I mean? Like I appreciate just you you being honest. Like we're in relaunch. Why not? You know what I mean? And that for me, like, again, I think also being a part of just being like leading young people, just always looking out yep. to what other people are saying. Yeah. Um, and I was able to to catch that from um, Dr. Sam Chand. Yeah. Um, name drop. And um, just like, hey, just restart. Yeah. This is the time. Yep. To ask tough questions. Three tough questions my team and I asked ourselves. What do we need to start? Yep. What do we need to stop? Mm, that's a hard, hard question. question. And the hardest. And what do we need to say not yet to? Mm, that's good. What do we need to start? What do we need to stop? Tough. And what do we need to say not yet not to? Not yet. That's like, so good. Let's just postpone it. Because yep. people do go crazy when you kill stuff. Yep. Just put it to bed for a little bit. Come on. Like, hey, that's wisdom. we'll get back to that. Yeah promise <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> i promise right yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, but yeah. so we've we've relaunched really and i think the future is just the it's back to the basics every pastor young pa like young pastor i'm looking at we're, we're going back to the basics man yep here in Kissimmee, i'm really in tune with like what everyone's talking about I like i peep yeah um and um you know i'm just, i'm listening and we're all dude we're all talking about basic the basics Come on. Like back to square one. Yep. Like reset, you know? Pastor Choco, which we mentioned earlier, you're going to have here. I can't wait for that episode. Oh. Or on La Mesa too and both. Yep. Get them on. Um, which, by the way, Pastor Abner, our superintendent, come on. has a podcast Name drop. called La Mesa. Plug. It's coming soon. Plug. It's going to be fire. You should watch it. Pastor Choco, you know, he said something that wrecked me. He was like, God sent everybody home. COVID wasn't just, wasn't for the world and for the church. It was for everybody. Yeah. Everybody got sent back to the room. Come on. Like he, he, he put it in perspective of when your parents send you to your room to think about what you've done. That's think so hard yep. about like what you've done. Yep. You know, just you being honest enough to say there's some things I know we were really bad at before COVID. True. That COVID exposed. Yep. You know, I've been saying this too much. I don't know if people in my church are getting tired of it, but like I've been saying it too much. Like we've been wearing masks before COVID. Mm. You know what I mean? And now it's like, why and that's the beauty of the restart is that yep. we know we can't afford in uh, uh an environment that's not authentic and just honest Come we ha on. we don't have time for it yeah so like for us the way we've been able to like coin this thing to like help the restart is like man everybody's here is all in love that everybody who's here is all in everyone who's serving yep they really want to be here yeah 
and they they see this buy-in, right? They're not just coming to church, they're leading, they're serving. They see this buy-in that maybe more people need to look at. Yeah. You know, that for me has been kind of like our sweet spot in ministry. Bro, it's so good. It's like looking hard at leaders, like, why are you so dead? Like, look at your best people. Yeah. Most faithful people. Yep. Like, what is it about you? What is it? Man. Because so many new people are coming in and they're, you know, what's the buy? I mean, that's the beauty of a restart. Everybody's here for good reasons. Yes. Um, If you didn't like your church before COVID and yeah. you were praying about it after COVID, you left, if not physically in your mind, in your heart. Yeah. Right. That's just most, It's you know, that's a whole nother podcast, but yep. you know how to walk in and walk out of churches, like in and out through the front door, um, which I think our generation needs to hear uh, and talk about. Um, I say this literally almost every week. There's different types of churches because there's different types of people. For sure. And um, and I love just like having that open conversation, yep. you know, with people. Um, even people that go to our church that are there for the first time, I'm like, thanks for coming. This church is all up and down the road. If you don't like yep. today, I could, I could still reach out yeah. to some awesome churches, 10 minutes down the road, True. 15 minutes down the road. True. Um, and we don't teach that enough, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but having that, that, that reverence to look at what you're doing and say, you know what, God, this is your church. You're building your church. Yep. I'm a part of this. Yep. So you know, what's the part that I play? Is it focusing on these systems and structures? Is it focusing on the on the culture we have? Um, I think the future is leadership. I think the future is um, getting back to the basics. Come on. And and not rushing through things. I think Christianese is slowly dying after COVID. Things we say to just say because we think people know what we mean. Yeah, people have no idea. They have no idea. So that I think that's beautiful also. Yeah. Um. And it's just so beautiful, dude. We're in a, we're in momentum. We're all momentum, and it, and it's it's a bunch of fun to be a part of what God's doing. It's a bunch of fun. Dude, all of that is so so good, bro. Thank you for sitting down with us. Let's go. Thank you for being part of the podcast. I imagine I hear like a woo, like a live <laughs> right? studio Everyone's audience. Just so <laughs> I want to say thank you to Pastor John for being with us. I want to encourage you. Uh, when you can get on Instagram, follow New Birth Church in Kissimmee. Plug. Follow New Birth Youth. Follow New Birth YA. Plug. Follow Pastor John Mejia. I think it's like underscore John Mejia or John Mejia underscore. I have no idea. Follow John, Pastor John Mejia. If you look up on my friends, he's there. I don't um, remember my time. And so, yeah. I also want to encourage you subscribe to this podcast. Please. Please. Uh, on YouTube, on Apple uh on spotify if you have google play like just don't listen to the podcast we do, i'm just kidding i don't know anyone who listens to google play but man Not yet. we haven't found one we hope that this has been encouraging refreshing more than anything i hope it's a resource and a tool that yes. you can use as a leader as you're building church doing youth ministry children's ministry serving your local church and building up the kingdom of god this is pastor jonathan rivera we love you so much and we hope that you have an incredible day take care Hey, this is Pastor Jonathan saying thank you so much for watching this video. We hope that you found it helpful, encouraging, or inspiring. If you want to have more content like this, do us a favor. Press the like button. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Turn on that little bell so you can get all the notifications and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Love you. See you soon.